to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. My turn. This week, Dan brings a trip report as he shares some insight on recent additions to the Walt Disney World experience and the state of the parks. But first, travel news, including living aboard a cruise ship, TSA pre-check goes international, and no more masks on Disney Cruise Line. Hop on the Sunshine Flyer and get ready for your close-up. It's time to hit the trail of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. That is my name. It sure is. I'm glad you remembered. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Your mom's a travel agent. Actually, she's not. <laughs> well, guys, this is going to come as a shock, but... It's actually my turn for a trip report what? this week. What? Where did you go? Yeah. Trip, you guys. I went all the way down to Walt Disney World. <gasps> Florida campus. The Florida campus, my favorite Eastern Disney destination. <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Plus, I'll give you a report on the state of the parks for 2022 in a little bit. But first, we've got some news to get out of the way. Starting with, if you got quite a large stack of money apparently you can be the proud owner of a vacation home on a cruise ship on a cruise ship yeah it's a company called storylines and launching a line of residential cruise ships starting in 2024 and each ship will have four 547 fur, fully furnished residences available for purchase or you can also lease them most of them are one to four bedroom homes and they go all the way up to 2,000 square feet. So a really sizable residence. If you want to buy them, they start at the low price of $1 million and oh, a steal. go all the way up to $8 million. But you can lease a home for 12 to 24 months, starting at only 400000 But the rest of the ship will be a typical cruise ship. It's going to have 20 dining options, bars, a microbrewery. They mm. are going to have a soilless garden that will supply all of their fresh ingredients, a zero-waste farmer's market, and there's going to be a library, a movie theater, a bowling alley. It looks really nice, and the homes are calling like a retirement homes. home at sea? It seems <laughs> like it, but it's also they're also saying that because you can... A lot of people can work from wherever they want now. Why not work on if from your home on a cruise ship while it's sailing the world? So each voyage will be three years and it will go to six continents. Wow. Which is pretty what cool. You were living on the thing and it had the same Wi-Fi that the oh. GL ships have <laughs> No. Let's hope that it will go with the Royal Caribbean version of the Wi-Fi that's actually really good. 
If you're working from home on a cruise ship, do you get to write off part of the cost for your office space? That's genius. Also, it sounds like a lot. I know it is. I'm a genius. I've been telling you guys this for two years. Two and a half years. For some reason, we don't believe you still. (laughs) Yeah. I know. You think about it too. Like the purchase price sounds pretty steep, but you're not paying like. You've got this mobile home that you never have to pay for fuel on. The fuel costs yeah. alone. Is that your meals? Is it everything like a normal cruise? Mm-hmm. And you can also bring your pets. They have a pet exercise area. That's a little suspect, but hopefully it's someone's job to clean up after the dogs. I don't know. Of course it is. I've got four kids, two cats, two guinea pigs. If meals are all inclusive, that that pays for itself in what, like eight months for me, approximately, yeah. with all those children hmm. to feed. It looks like they also have their. It's a house, so they also have kitchens and really nice bathrooms. Ooh, wow! It looks really great. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, they have pools and a gym, a yoga studio, golf simulators. I wonder how that goes. Can you go to your bank and get, can get a mortgage for a this? This is a very good question. I Most people don't have a million dollars laying around yeah, just to buy a house. I would guess you have to finance, finance that if that's a typical same as financing a condo. And are there other fees like neighborhood association fees, mm-hmm. that sort of things? I need to know more. Yeah, but then can think you imagine of, how insufferable the HOA on a cruise oh, ship? Oh no! Is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but think about it. Your vacation is built into your lifestyle, right? You don't have to fly to go on vacation anymore. Your ship's just going to pull up, and it says every port of call they will spend a few days in, so that the residents can spend time in the places that That's the ships super are. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm sold. Sign me up. Yeah, next time I've got four mil, I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, see, here's the problem. Now I need a million dollars to go into space and to buy a house on a cruise ship. <laughs> I would just wait for four hours. This is getting expensive. <laughs> Can you buy the home on the cruise ship and then rent that out to oh. earn your ticket in, into space? Again, yes. with the great like ideas, Dan. Like, it's a sublist thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do an Airbnb? There's, yes. a, there's all these layers of legalities that they probably never even dreamed of. I bet they have. Can I open, can I buy this and then operate it as an Airbnb? <laughs> then you got to figure out how you're going to get your guests onto the ship. I guess they just fly and meet the ship somewhere. Yeah, yeah. meet me in Portugal and board your Airbnb. But you yes. have to get off <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> work out the details after we pool our money and buy a house on this cruise ship. Sounds totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's happening. That's a feasible plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wonder if they allow that co-owning, like with, with, I read, popular now with, with the millennials because they can't afford a whole home. Oh, I have not heard about this. They just... Yeah, they, like people are, are timing homes. They're, they're buying homes. And oh, this is weird. Yeah, there's like a... There's some company, I can't remember what it's called. That they, comes into neighborhoods. Yes, I think and they I read buy about whole this. Neighborhoods. Yeah, and then you can uh, you buy into it like a timeshare, and you can pop around the world, living mm-hmm. in different places. Mm. Yeah, they're making it impossible to live in like Silicon Valley and stuff. Not that it was Silicon, easy Silicon. before. <laughs> Silicon Valley. Silicon yes. Valley is, is Dolly Parton boobs. <laughs> Between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, <laughs> I think that means we're done with this conversation. <laughs> if you want to get to that uh, security line quicker overseas. Pre-check is now available at an international location. Yes, and I hope that this is uh, going to be a trend. The the TSA just 
opened their first ever pre-check location outside of the United States at the Linden Pindling International Airport in Nassau, Bahamas. I this I'm waiting for this to happen everywhere because it's the one bummer to traveling internationally is when you're coming home, you got to go through regular security. And it depends on what country you're coming from, whether you're going to have to take off your shoes, how much you have to take out of your bag. It's irritating. I realize these are first world problems, but... <laughs> you're leaving a second world. <laughs> yeah. Like when I come home from Mexico, you can leave your shoes on, but you do have to take your electronics out of your bag. If you're coming back from Jamaica, you have to take off your shoes and you have to take your toiletries out of your bag, but you can leave your electronics in your bag. It makes no sense. Really? Yes. It's bizarre and stupid. When you're leaving, when you're coming into the same airport, how do they know where you came from? A bunch of No, I mean, if you go to Jamaica, when you come back to the U.S., you're going through Jamaican security and their rules are different than oh, yeah, yeah. Mexico. I thought, I thought you got yeah. back to, to Anna or wherever. Oh, no. I just mean when you're at the airport in Jamaica. It's their rules are dead. Yeah. And then when you get back to Atlanta, which is the world's worst airport to come into from internationally, in my experience, I hate Atlanta. <laughs> you, There's no TSA pre-check anymore. So once you're once you've cleared customs, you got to go back through the old fashioned kind. Although they do sometimes let you leave your shoes on if you scan your boarding pass and show them that you have pre-check, but everything else is still the but, same. But that enters not until you've already gotten past the part where yes. you've had to lay your crap up <laughs> yes. there already. So you just go ahead. Yep. I'd be happy if they came up with a standard set of rules for airports in the U.S. This is true. International ones. Mm-hmm. Like how come at my home airport I don't have to take my electronics out and at Orlando I do and all this nonsense. They don't make you at GRR take your electronics out when you go through standard? GRR says don't take anything out of your bag. Leave it all huh. in. Yeah. Interesting. In my airport. Unless. I, that is the case for TSA PreCheck. I haven't used standard there in a oh, while. Yeah. I wonder if it depends on the type of scanning equipment that they have. I bet it's yes, that. it does. How did our little piddly have... airport get better equipment than Orlando? one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think we have four lines. Yeah, we do. It's gotten, we look like a real genuine airport regional now. Airport. <laughs> yes, regional is the key term. Yes, yeah. that is true. But does it still smell like burnt toast? They closed that place. Just in they did. Bagel. That place is not even in bagel that. Place, it's, place. it's gone. But I, but I don't fly Southwest, so there may still be a burnt toast place on the interminable yeah, beach. over there. Yeah. There's a bagel place. Yeah, and all, there's always yeah. There's burnt bagel in there. Yeah. And there used to be one on the A side where I fly out of, but that's gone now. And they replaced it with a waiting area. There's nothing to eat on that side of the airport anymore. But I do. That's what we're best at. Yes. That's where we shine. Yes, it is. More cruise news. <gasps> cruise Yay. news. I like that. Disney Cruise Line made a big announcement just, what, today? A few hours ago today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is hot off the presses. No more masks. Yeah, (laughs) but no more masks. For everyone or for vaccinated humans? Well, DCL is still (laughs) requiring vaccinations for all guests. So, yes. It is a moot point. There you go. But the other cruise lines, uh, now that I'm saying this, I can't remember if Royal has updated their mask policy, but... NCL did, and they've done away with masks, but they are also still requiring vaccines. Royal requires vaccines of anyone 12 and older. 
And so, and I'm not quite sure actually if they've lifted their mask, but I, it seems like everyone is is starting to do that. Disneyland, Disney now, World, so COVID uh, yeah, COVID is done. <laughs> We're finished. A lot of what a lot of what everyone has been using as the deciders, the CDC has now said that because the, in addition to vaccines being plentiful, the treatment, the pill that Pfizer developed, is also now plentiful. There's no stock problem with that. So. Now it's now they've gone to you choose your own risk tolerance and they're not recommending masks anymore. So now they uh, need to ramp up testing. Testing still easy to get. That's true. It's tricky for us around here. Some friends of mine have no problem scheduling a test same day within a few days. It's still very difficult here to schedule mm-hmm. a test. Like last summer, I get it at a, at a PBS or so, right? Drive through very easily and know those they're they're. I can never can find one. Mm-hmm. I don't have trouble lately finding at-home tests. So that at least has eased up a bit. It's because the pandemic's over. That's right. <laughs> Nobody's buying them. Thank you, Mother Russia. That's all we needed was something else to talk about. Yeah. Fortunately, I wasn't planning on booking too many trips to Eastern Europe. Uh, yeah. Not okay. really a place to go right now. And that's enough about that. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about something else we don't talk about bruno or, or <laughs> vladimir yeah do you have any other exciting pressing news to cover no it's do. been a bit so, of a light news week hasn't it well on the, the travel front yeah. yeah yeah all right well, then i'm gonna say stick around because after the commercial break i'll be sharing some insights from my recent trip to walt disney world and we'll have a look at the state of the disney theme parks in 2022 when it comes to planning your next adventure knowledge and preparation are always key That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. And we're back. It's not too often that I get to report on a trip to a theme park that y'all weren't a part of also. So this is very rare. Yeah, we're a small part of it, though. Yeah, but you weren't present with me. We we were living vicariously through all the photos. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fun. So for starters, Delta's dead to me, much like for Heather. Yeah, they did to you what they did to me, didn't they, Dan? They sure did. As we've mm. dis- as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, they just don't care if you're in Atlanta Mm-mm, because no. presumably 
you're on their home turf. They're the big dogs. So they're just like, yeah, why bother? It seriously yeah. is what it feels like. So I don't want to get too much into it. I, I nearly, but they suck. nearly missed my connection and would have missed half of a day on my actual wedding anniversary because this trip was for my three. The, you got there before they had even closed the door. They just flat wouldn't let you on. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. They literally closed the gate in my face. That's but bad. There wasn't a single gate agent that wanted to help me. They all had bad attitudes. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the people at Southwest are oh so friendly. Yes, and, and save the day. While, yeah, they were boarding the plane. They weren't just boarding the plane. They were boarding Group B of this plane, and he sold me the last seat of the plane. Yay! And let me get out, so. That's amazing. So, yeah, they really saved my trip for me. One exciting thing, I got to try both of the new shuttle services that are going from MCO oh. to... Oh, you did to Walt one Disney on World. the way there and one on the way back. Yeah, because Fun. I forgot to book the Sunshine Flyer for my <laughs> oh, flight down until the day before. And you have to book that pro tip like four days in advance. And also they run limited hours right now. They only run 7 a.m. to 10. And they, I think they don't have as many vehicles as the thing because they're a new operation. That, that's well, right. And they're working on expensive. Yes. <laughs> They're working on expanding their fleet, and actually not all of their buses are wrapped with the cool train design either. I saw several lined up for them. Oh, uh, come on. Have their apps, but they are working as fast as they can on getting them wrapped. I saw in an article. But So anyway, Mears Express operates all night Pretty long. Pretty tw- 24 as hours tell. as far as I know, yeah. And the really nice thing about them is on their website, you can just go in and modify your arrival time and your flight info. And it immediately updates in their system because I had to make oh, excellent. three or four changes when I was unsure of when and how I was getting in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if. yeah. And this was like two hours before I got there and it didn't matter. It was Is this still, still all in the spot where, where it was Magical Express? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's where Mirrors Express is. I don't and think the, Sunshine. They had a little bit of a rough turnover from when magical express ended and the mirrors started it was they had a rough few days and unfortunately it coincided with the walt disney world marathon weekend which shuts down a lot of the roads around walt disney world so there were at the when at their launch i was reading a lot of people complaining about not getting picked up or getting picked up late and it really all had to do with the marathon and just that it was their opening weekend. And the, the kinks seem to have been worked out because it was, it was yeah. Mears running Magical Express the whole time. So it right. should have been seamless, but the, the timing was a little unfortunate Did it for feel them. the same when you get to the airport and your luggage now, right? You have to pick up your luggage and then you go and you, you have a QR code in the email that you scan on a machine and you sign in. And then you go in, you... The, the machine tells you they barely even need a person there. The machine tells you what line to get in. Oh, nice. And, and here's the interesting thing for me was since I was getting in so late, and this is a plus of mirrors running this because they're like all of the transportation for all of you know, oh, really? like yeah. taxis and shuttles and everything. Yep. Right. So they have, you can get the regular bus service, which is cheaper. And then you can also pay for that express service, mm-hmm. which like a van. as far as I can tell, it's either a van or a taxi. I was there and there's only one other person going to a deluxe resort. They were going to uh, Saratoga Springs mm-hmm. and we were sitting there for a while. And all of a sudden someone calls the two of us. We were in different lines because those are different resort areas. Right. I was at Wilderness Lodge and they had 
the two of us go and they put us in a taxi, a mirror's taxi oh, again, nice. that came up and parked, that came up and parked on the express area. So mm. it's like they can be flexible and get you out where you need to go. And I'm at, I don't know if this is normal during the daytime, but at least at night, he said that he frequently picks up one or two people because yeah. you know, it's not worth yeah. Having a bus, they just don't have a whole bus load of people. The two of you in the same cab going to two different areas. Yes, and now they didn't ask if we minded sharing a cab, Mm -hmm. but that was fine. I wasn't worried about it, (laughs) so that was fine. But yeah, so that was interesting. So it was like getting upgraded to the express service for free, Mm -hmm. and then you took Sunshine Flyer on the way back. Yes, Uh. yeah, way back we took Sunshine Flyer, which was great. That felt more like the old magical express bus except obviously no cartoons playing or anything Mm. i will say that the buses the wrap on the bus is really cool for some reason the driver has there's the driver and then there's a guy who's just the greeter luggage guy (laughs) yeah there's a greeter for your bus and he's dressed up like the train engineer uh the driver's Um, not no the driver's not the train engineer loads your bags not even a little cap come on the greeter guy is full on the overalls and the engineer's hat and all of that he is totally engineered out but that's pretty much the extent if if you're thinking that you're going to get some kind of cool like orient express train experience (laughs) on the inside no it's just a plain old um one nice one nice thing is that they were very attentive they sent they called me and sent me they sent me a text to double check that i was going to be out there that i still needed picked up and then they called me to tell me that they were on their way and left me a voicemail saying, hey, we're almost there. And then they sent me a text saying, oh, we're like two minutes out. Oh, wow. So they're like, <laughs> they were like really on top yeah. of things. I've heard so, but, really great things about the Sunshine Flyer so far. Everybody seems yeah, to really it, like it. Yeah, it's comparably, I think it's like a dollar more than Mears Express. Oh, the 25? I don't remember what, I don't know what round trip is. One way, I know Mears Express was, I think, 16 and I think Sunshine Flyer was like 17. 18, mm-hmm. something like that. So they were pretty close. They were comparable. Um, yeah. Cheaper than Uber, by the Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Uber was going to be like $45. Yeah, especially during, if you're there when a lot of planes come in, you're, that mm-hmm. surge pricing is, I've seen the reports recently of 60 to $80 one way Uber from MCO. Uh, I, I paid 60 at in November mm-hmm. for Keycon. I paid 60 Yeah, at that point uh, you might as well get a private 50, car service. Bucks, like yeah. anytime. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good deal. It's a good price. It's a great experience. I liked them both. Like I said, I didn't get to, I didn't get the bus experience on Mears, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Mears Connect. Yes. Connect. Connect. That's what it's called, I think. I yes. think it's the same um, name buzz even. They just took the wraps rap, off. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cause those buses yeah. all belonged to Mears. They just had the fun yep. ramp on them. So that went great. We stayed at Wilderness Lodge, which was amazing. Mm, my favorite. I just, I just wanted to stay. I would, I would stay there without going to the parks. Mm. Just yes. For a relaxing. I knew you would like that resort. That is a Dan Leonard resort. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I would have loved to stay longer. We Did you have some Huckleberry took, Punch out at Geyser Point? We absolutely did. Yes. We, we sat and watched the electrical water pageant out there. And I knew it. We had some Huckleberry Punches. <laughs> we had some Huckleberry Punches immediately before being picked up by the sunshine fire uh, nice. on our way home yeah good it, news is i there. have all the ingredients to make huckleberry punch right here in grand rapids michigan so i don't yeah i don't have a lovely yellowstone lodge themed place for you to drink it sorry yeah we can play some right. copeland 
Yes. Appalachian Spring. Yes. Tell Owen to get his flute out. Yes. There you go. We'll work on it. Yeah. Lodge was Lodge. It was wonderful. Yeah. I loved it. It was beautiful. So first day we did, we went to Magic Kingdom and we did the early morning half hour. I do not understand why it is only it's a half an hour. Also, just trimming. Wait, wait. I would have called it morning minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's literally what it is. So it was pointless mm-hmm. for us, at least for the first day, what we wanted to do, because we didn't get any, we can talk about Genie Plus and Lightning Lane a little bit more in a little bit. Yeah. We didn't get any in Fantasyland or Tomorrowland, which is the only two lands that are open for that early half hour. 30 minutes. If, like, what's the... And then here's the thing. So even like the advantage of being back in Fantasyland already, right. if you were hoping to get into... Frontierland, real quick, when the rope drops, it's not happening because everybody's it that way. They corral yeah, you they... right in front of the Ugh. tangled toilets, and then you end up in the giant mob as when they let all of the masses in. Yeah, so was a... yeah, the tangled toilets is such a pinch point anyway. Yeah, it's a bottleneck. I'm right always there. pinching one off in there. <laughs> I did not need to know that. Yeah, we did make the mistake, and and we got into the flow of the. Going through the tangled area t- into the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. Make sure you stay to the left down the traditional Come passageway. Into, yeah. uh, otherwise, you get choked off a little bit there. But so, yeah, the half hour is silly. There's no reason why they couldn't make it an, it hour. an hour. I think it's done. I don't get it. We did get right into the busiest Starbucks in the world super quick. Well, there's that. Got served. But one thing that I did notice that I didn't even think about that I really miss about having the train station show is not having all of the Main Street USA cast members waving to you oh, as you come into the yeah. park afterwards. They don't do that, because, do they? No, because you're all just going into, Sad. they need to be on in the Emporium to prevent fights from happening morning. over plastic tumblers. Yeah. See, oh, so that day we also, we did the capture the moment photo session. Okay. Which. The price just went up on that a little bit. Very recently brought the price up from 50 bucks to 79 bucks. And there was a That's that. a steep increase. But you know 50 what? It's not bad. Good, good. Yeah. Well, but okay, here's the thing. 79, it is still a great value. It is a steal because think about it. There's all these, if you want to get family pictures taken, there's all of these local photographers who do these mini sessions Mm -hmm. that are a 20 minute session you get usually they'll edit and give you like anywhere from eight to a dozen images Mm -hmm. and it's about a 20 minute session that's not much capture the moment capture the moment was a 20 minute session okay sorry so they generally charge 100 to 150 for those 20 minute sessions these local ladies Mm -hmm. capture the moment at 79 minutes 79 dollars Sorry, $79. It's still 20 minutes, but you're inside the theme park. We got 64 pictures. Wow. And they are That's a lot. gorgeous. They're phenomenal pictures. You must have got uh, different ones than the ones you shared. That is brutal. <laughs> we got some really good pictures. Rough Jeff Williams. Um, yeah. And we didn't manage to get Magic Kingdom, but I'm actually glad after seeing what we got that we did Epcot. From what I've heard, Magic Kingdom has a limited number of different... Well, and it's probably a lot more crowded. Exactly, because yeah. it's mostly around the castle. Mm-hmm. Epcot, you can choose to go 
So you go and the station is in the American Adventure Pavilion and you mm-hmm. can go either to Italy and Germany or you can go to Japan and Morocco. Okay. So we went with Italy and Germany. We actually stayed just in Italy. So we spent 20 minutes and they took us to eight different locations around. That's a beautiful pavilion with some really cool backdrops too. Yeah, it's gorgeous. They got some with Spaceship Earth in the background Mm -hmm. across the lake. They got all these different interesting spots and they do a really good job of erasing the other people. Oh, nice. Angles and stuff so that. Yeah. You know what? Now that you say that, I'm realizing that there weren't that. It was just the two of you in most of those photos. They did a great job. There's a photographer and one to two assistants that are with you. And actually, we had a whole bunch of suits tailing us since it's relatively new. They were like evaluating things. Oh, interesting. And our photographer, they were all phenomenal. They were like walking around, like strategizing, like, where are we going to take pictures and what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. They did a really great job. So I would say that even at the increased price of $79, I wouldn't do it if it's just a normal trip, but we were celebrating our 10th anniversary. If you're Mm -hmm. celebrating something, if you're getting engaged, if it's an anniversary, if it's your honeymoon, graduation photos, senior pictures, holy crap, senior pictures, senior pictures for 80 bucks. Right. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) boys. Now, here's the thing that 79 does not include downloads of those pictures. You do have to purchase memory maker uh, on top of that, but what if but you, you can are, do the, what if you're friends with someone who already has Memory Maker? Uh, yeah, you can do that, or you can do what we did and purchase the one day Memory Maker for sixty nine dollars. How would you get it on your phone? I can see all of their photos in my Disney Experience account because they share their photos with me. Uh, I could have downloaded all of those for you. But don't I thought they changed that. I thought they cut that off so that you couldn't. No, they're all anymore. in there. I was just looking at them today when I was looking for something else. You kidding me? <laughs> Sorry. Because they had locked that down. I thought that nope. they had locked that down the year ago where you had to actually be on the reservation. No, nope. to... I could see all of them. Yeah, you can see them. But do they have the photo pass watermark on them? No, these are all. I think it's certain yes. private club members that have that. See, uh, all of them. Now all I feel really. <laughs> now I feel really stupid for just now. <laughs> yeah, frequently, but this is a whole new feeling yeah, of stupidity. There's so anyway, just all of them in there. No photo fits. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. I thought they had locked that down. So anyway, so yes, capture the moment gets two giant thumbs up from me. It was an amazing experience. It was totally worth it. And we were super cute, and we Disney bounded as Mickey and Mickey Minnie. And Minnie. And and we were really cute, and they liked that we were bounding for that. They don't see that very often, they said. so. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, I would think that would be more common with people doing the capture of the moment. This, they said, and actually the whole day long, cast members appreciated our costumes. I think they get a lot of princess bounding. And oh, for sure. They like oh, seeing princess so. bondage. I like it. <laughs> I think that's something different. That's totally different. Yeah, so we, we felt pretty special and... Uh, a little bit like celebrities that day. That's not important cheap. question. Where did you get the red pants, Dan? And why? Amazon. <laughs> and here's the best because I, like I was Mickey Mouse. Shorts. I did. Earlier in the day, I had shorts on, but then I wanted to look nicer for the pictures and because we were eating dinner at Steakhouse 71. Ah. But I didn't want to be all hot and sweaty. So I had a, a golf tech polo, white polo, and shorts. And then I changed into nicer clothes for our photo shoot because I'm that guy. Wow, of Dan. I even followed Leah's advice and changed my underpants. Uh, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, that girl. Although I did not bring them. More than anyone I know. I, 
I did not bring them into the park with me, but so. You named him in the middle of the barbecue place, place there, the American Pavilion. Oh, I should have. I have regrets. We have to do this trip all over again now. <laughs> so Genie Plus was hit or miss for us. It was a meh. It, I was whelmed. It worked, but for most of the guests that we saw, it is a huge miss. And it's, everybody it's was causing an uproar. People just hate it. Yeah. Yeah. They were so stressed out yeah. and so upset. They're so used to, they've got beaten in their heads. The only way that you can ride anything is if you have these passes. Yeah. And they're hard to get. They are. Well, it's you going, yeah. You can't get it. Exactly. It's going so badly at Walt Disney World, not Disneyland. It works there. It's going so badly at Walt Disney World that Disney has noticed. And I genuinely think that there may be changes. I think I definitely think they're looking at it new. and they're workshopping it to use a, a they need to limit sales term. or something. Yes. I don't know. It Geofence. just uh, doesn't work. It does not work at that's, Disney that's World. Geofence, you can't start picking anything till you're in a park. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a great idea. I also think going back to the old method of having to get your pass at the ride. Even if it is still the same model where you buy Genie Plus and you can have all of the rides, I, if having to actually physically go to the ride and scan your, your barcode or whatever, that's going to help. Something to slow down the rush on these things. Yeah, because because by every 7-1, moment, everything's gone. Yeah, even before 701, Dan tried to get on yeah. Rise of the Resistance and 7 a.m. and 10 seconds and they were gone. Well, and it's not just Rise. It's any of the individual lightning lanes. Mm -hmm. They just sell out immediately. immediately. We got incredibly lucky. Saturday morning, there was nothing available. And then on the boat ride over to Magic Kingdom, somebody dropped Seven Dwarfs Mine Train mm -hmm. for like first thing in the morning. And Kendra managed to snap it up right away. So mm -hmm. that was the only individual lightning lane that we were able to purchase the what, entire what time. Cost? 10, 12, I think it was 10 or 12. Mm -hmm. They're fluctuating, um, but it's like they can't figure out price to charge. They seem to yeah. be all over, all over with those. And I don't know if that's a date base or crowd based or population. Yeah. What did we pay at, let's see, at Disneyland? There's only two. That um, rise. That's something yeah. we were, we did. Went to, checked into our hotel. And then just, oh, let, let's go a couple hours, hours at Disney Park. Walked over there. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Boom, mm -hmm. we got on rise. With Immediately. There was not only one lightly. to buy, but it was within two minutes or something. Yeah. So we got him and we got out in the park. And walked right up. I right think it was 20 bucks. It was. Yeah. It might have been either 20 And then Web, Web Slingers was 12. Times before, so I was like. Yeah. And Web Slingers, I think, Web Slingers was less. I think it was 12. Mm -hmm. But those are the only two at Disneyland. And I, I wonder if the individual lightning lane thing was a mistake. Maybe it needs to just all the rides be in Genie Plus. And well, the geo week, And then to tier them, they did with the old fold fast. Yes. So you can have one or the other. You can't get both. Mm -hmm. One of three or two of three, three something. As annoying as Fast Pass Plus was and as much as we all hated it, I think... This is worse. Well, I say that as travel planners. We as travel advisors hated it because we were getting up early to book our guests fast passes. Mm -hmm. We didn't love it. And nobody was. And, the and system. And said, people think you can't ride something unless, unless you have. I'm never going to ride a ride and go get your butt in line. And here's the thing. Here's when Genie Plus works. We 
we went ahead and bought it every day just because we wanted to try it out. And we went in, just snag was available if we wanted it, but it wasn't going to ruin our day if we didn't get something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem is you're paying for it in advance. And especially if yeah. you've got a family of more than two people, that's just not economically sustainable. Right. So it's, nobody wants to spend all that money and then not use it. Mm-hmm. We did get, yeah, 75 we were able to. six a day for a family of five to maybe mm-hmm. get something. You right. don't even until you do it. So we were able to get on quite a few rides with it. They weren't, we got our first day of Magic Kingdom. We got Big Thunder. We weren't able to get, Space Mountain was down most of the time. We got a few rides on there. We got a Pirates and we got a a Space Ranger spin. So we used it, but it wasn't like, you can't use that as a central, like, one way to get on your rides, Mm -hmm. which is what most people are doing. They're thinking of it like the Universal Express Pass. So maybe they need to just, do Universal's Express Pass. Yeah, if you want to make money on it, that's maybe how you have to do it. Sell it to fewer people for more money. So it was, it helped us with our trip, and we, but I bet they'll ease into that. Mm -hmm. They'll have this thundering awful for a while, and then they'll just charge you 20 bucks. Yeah, there's some, they have to do something. Uh, Jeff and I were talking about this earlier, that the fact that you have paid for it now means that you expect it to be the access that you're promised. When it was fast mm-hmm. plus and it was free, if you didn't get you the ones get you wanted, you didn't get them. But now you've paid for it and you can't get anything until four o'clock or you can't get the premier mm-hmm. rides. And now people are pissed because they mm-hmm. paid to be able to get those premier rides. Which and is why can't. dining plan isn't back. People, people are going to pre for meals, those that they yeah. may not be able to get. And that, yeah, and good. honestly, now that it looks like a, a more intelligent decision, right? Now that we see what's going on with Genie Plus, it's it is a, it is yeah. not working at Walt Disney World, and something has to be done about it. They're, they've got to yeah. change it, or they're really going to start losing people. And it's and it's a shame. Yeah. I, they think I, I, there are better if, ways. If to you do get it. any groups or, or comrades on any story or whatever, it's like. 80, 20 people that like it versus those hate it. And I always take the the social media feedback with a grain of salt in a lot of, of cases. Course. But in this case, it's matching what people are hearing on the ground at on, you know, on site. It's what we're all hearing in lines. Those experience stations throughout the parks, the blue umbrellas are apparently always just flooded with people. Full of screaming mad people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it, that's you nailed it, nailed it. If you've prepaid for them, you think you think it's making making blend title. Mm-hmm. They should be told if they paid for yeah. it. Yeah. And they don't have the capacity for just deciding that you're gonna sell as many as people will buy it, not putting a cap on it. They said that right away. It does that's just not gonna work at Disney World because everybody's yeah, I mean, willing to was, pay it. Yeah, that and was then it makes people mad when when they're in the rig line and Literally 75 five go to every one or two people that go in the regular mm-hmm. line. That's disheartening, too. I guess we need to stay tuned. I'm I'm hoping some change. They they changed a few things just this past week. They removed some from individual. I think that's like a floating thing. Two. But they had done that before when crowds were heavier yes. right around the marathon. And this past week was the ha- the princess half. Oh. We assume that was just a crowd. Thing. And it'll go I don't back. Know, yeah, maybe. But well, we're coming up I, yeah, on I a very, know. we're coming up on spring break. 
it's just going to so continue might, to get busier. It's not. Yeah, it might stay that way for a while. Yeah. Who knows? It's. I don't know, but it's... I'm I mean, going it was, during spring fever, and it's, it's gonna, like all the park reservations have mm-hmm. sold up. For the, I'm glad I got them when I did it. There are none of it available. It's the capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be... It'll be fun. So that night we ate at Steakhouse 71. Mm, what'd you and think? That was... Uh-oh. Yeah, time. <laughs> uh-oh. I liked it. There were things I liked. There were things I didn't like. Mm. It was... It, it's, yeah. it's hit and miss. Here's the thing. The food was great. Mm-hmm. Did mostly. you eat the bacon and eggs? The bacon and eggs was freaking amazing. Yes, thank you. Okay, now you can say whatever you want. Did you? What meal did you breakfast? Dinner. Mm-hmm. We went for dinner. and We went dinner. to celebrate our anniversary. For one thing, I know it's not a signature. I don't think it's, it's a signature. It's not a signature, no. It's not. But even still, the way they position it as like a finer dining spot, it looks like a cafeteria. And it is very loud. It is loud in there. It is very and loud And full of surprising there. number of small children for the kind of food that they have there. It's not a California grill or yachtsman. It's not. It's definitely not that experience. I know. So the ambiance, but it's weird because it's like they're, I don't know. Our service sucked. The dude forgot about us for 45 minutes. Oh, no. After we had our meals, we never got asked if we wanted more drinks. We never got a water refill. He never asked if we wanted to order dessert. He never asked if we could have the check. I was just okay. That is not an experience I've had there. That's no bueno. Yeah. Also, I have heard that a good bit. And it wasn't that they were short staffed and they were over busy because I was watching, there was lots of waiters and he was very attentive to other tables. He just forgot. He just decided he didn't want to help the dude in the red pants. (laughs) It could have been the pants. It's (laughs) entirely possible. Yeah. (laughs) I would have made him remember me. Also, I don't want to brag, but like I got the al poivre sauce mm-hmm. for my filet. Yeah. I make a better al poivre sauce at home <laughs> than what they make at Steakhouse 71. There, it was just. I like the flight. Yes, that's, did he offer so you the sauce flight? Oh. Yeah. No, I was not offered that. It was just way too salty and not. It, it is like all salt and pepper and nothing else. And that's kind unfortunate. Of Kendra got the Bernays and that was delicious. Yeah, pro tip, you can order a sauce flight for only two or three bucks more and they bring you all of them. That's good to know. Another pro tip, if you cook a good sauce. I do agree with that statement. And I think I thought their steaks were very good. I would. I didn't need a. The sauce steak for them. was good. I, I. I. Yeah. The steak was good. The sides were good. The appetizer was the good. Bacon the, and eggs is the greatest thing. I like breakfast there. I've mm-hmm. been to every mm-hmm. meal now multiple times. Lunch only one. Lunch was my least favorite. Yeah, breakfast same. is my favorite. Yeah, the drinks were good. Although I was looking at the menu and I realized that like the drink menu is really heavy on stuff that features like pretty hardcore like bitter elements like digestives mm-hmm. and aperitifs. So it's, if you're not into that level of that kind of flavor, I also just you can. Yeah. It's a full bar. You can order. order I know, but know. I always like to get the fancy things. Same. So. Yeah, I do notice that it's a lot mm-hmm. of like bourbon and. Well, yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of like stuff with Amaro like and Negroni type. It's an interesting sort of Sunday's throwback vibe, which is why they right. have those kind of. Yeah, you yeah. can get a which tequila like. sunrise. Yes, it is. Weird. <laughs> yeah, for two to four people. <laughs> yes. It's a big bowl. I gotta say, I've never had that, but I don't think anyone, anyone likes it. Every time we go, there's mm-hmm. most of I it left on the I think it's too sweet is going to be my guess. There was some sort of... The most popular drink we saw was they have this pink champagne that comes with a little pink chocolate Mickey ear 
hat like what? cap on top of the champagne flute. I haven't what? seen that one. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it was like every single time we saw a drink tray coming out. Okay. Yeah. I would have gone so. for that. Must be that new. I don't remember that on the menu. That. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even remember seeing it on the menu, but I must have missed it. So I, it was good. It was a little bad. It was, I want to go back again, mm-hmm. try something different on the dinner menu. I also would love to try. Yeah. Breakfast try breakfast. Menu. Breakfast is fantastic. I will, will sit. Having been there many multiple times, mm-hmm. it is inconsistent. Both yeah, the food that's quality, quality and the service level. That is so that tr- was that. That was day one at, at Magic Kingdom. Next day we went to Hollywood Studios and we spent most of the morning in Star Wars Town, USA. Early entry at Hollywood Studios. Was that your first time? <laughs> no. In- no, it wasn't. However, I still haven't re- written Rise of the Resistance. Uh, since wah, about that. Early entry is slightly less silly at Hollywood Studios. They let you all the way back into Galaxy's Edge. They let you all the way back into Toy Story Land oh, at 8 o'clock. Nothing starts running until 8.30. Go but- straight to Slinky Dog because that ride sells out at 7 a.m. and 60 seconds. Yeah, we did manage to rope drop Midway Mania because okay. Rise wasn't open and... We oh, had a very right early there. reservation at Oga's, so we didn't really need Drink to. Drink it in the morning. Yeah, that was fun. A little yeah. Bespin oh. fizz at 9 a.m. That's not too. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Those, uh, the, uh, the breakfast tots bowl at <gasps> Woody's oh, lunch, Andy's Punchbox. Oh, Holy oh, crap, oh, the trezo sausage and the eggs yes. on the tater house. Whoa. I love their tot bowls. The I had that. Yeah, Ta- the lunch mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a breakfast bowl that's got sausage gravy, but instead of regular breakfast sausage, it's got chorizo oh. in it, and it's got I love scrambled chorizo. I was just saying today how much I love this chorizo. <laughs> well, so now you can get it at Woody's lunchbox. There you go. Mm. Go all the way to Florida. Yep. For yeah. So then we uh, we spent most of the rest of the morning in actually pretty much all we did at Hollywood Studios, other than we did see Indiana Jones. We went to we just spent it doing Star Wars stuff. We did Ogas. That was Kendra's first time in Ogas, which was great. We had did uh, you Kendra have had a that. fuzzy tauntaun. I did. <laughs> did. I wish that there was more of the foam on top. Really? But yeah. Because yeah, oh, like that went away very quick. I think they've. Sp- Scaled that back because everybody um they had one for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, like, the I first noticed yeah. my whole mouth was in the was first like time I had crazy. that drink. Yeah, I wanted to ask him to like yeah. top off the tingle gotcha. stuff. But Kendra got the best bin mm, fizz, which that, that is, my, is a phenomenal. That's my favorite drink there. That's what I love. It's delicious uh, and it's beautiful mm-hmm. with the way that the glitter just yes. floats around in the clouds there. That was great. I heard you I heard you, you might have shed some tears in in Galaxy's Edge, Dan. What? I did what shed happened? some tears. I finally got to build a lightsaber mm. at Savi's and Holy crap, that's like, that I did. I went elemental nature and I just really wanted the Rancor tooth <laughs> and the leather wrap. It, it looks really cool. I liked it a lot. It was, it really is a very, especially if you're a really big yeah. fan. That of experience Star Wars. is great. I was poo-pooing doing it. I'm not oh, I have you. video I of Jeff. Like the, the look on girl. your face at so many of the moments. Yeah, yeah. And the same. Every, every person so cool. that I have gone in there with for, for their first time doing it, all of my, uh, the boys in my house, all of them just, it's a fantastic experience. And they, you get chills. The performance of the lead builder, and I'm sure there's probably ones that aren't quite it, but it's just mm-hmm. really great. I've done it twice and been both very, mm-hmm. very different. Yeah, both it just, they just make it really special and really make it feel like as silly as adults screwing together the <laughs> die cast 
metal parts yeah. for a toy light sword is like they really make it feel meaningful <laughs> like there's some deeper meaning mm-hmm. to the what you choose and your choices yeah and it, it really yes, leaning into just, the experience just, and the story behind it i think that's what's going to yeah. be the key for people with star cruiser everybody that i've heard that have has done it that and that just got into the story cannot stop saying how it's the greatest thing they've ever done it's yeah, I was way off on Star I still think it looks plastic shitty, but yeah. I think the I have, I have a thought on so See, cool. I haven't heard a bad review of Star Cruiser. I have a thought on what you just said about the look, and then I'll get back to the other thought. Yeah. It's it's not a warship. It's not a broken down old Hulk. It is a crew it's a, it's supposed to be like a brand new like a cruise ship. So yeah. it's, it's not going to be dingy and dirty. Mm. It's going to be shiny and Yeah. Yeah, so I get the complaints because you're used to seeing the one look, but it's I can see why a cruise ship in this galaxy isn't Mm -hmm. going to look. And the complaints are coming from people who are looking at it in photos and haven't experienced it. People who have experienced it can't stop raving Mm -hmm. about it. And I've noticed since they took took the uh, they had that kid from Mm -hmm. whatever the Goldbergs that toured it. Yeah. On that one video months ago, and he he was walking down the hallways, and he was, and he was like, Look, crappy, like sheetrock ceilings and stuff. Since this, this, they went back and everything's like encapsulated and plastic. Or if they just weren't quite done. I don't know if they fixed yeah, I bet you it, they or if they weren't quite, quite done when the film. But it. yeah, and the same thing for the whole land itself. The more you lean into the actual story, yeah. and it is hard because there's guests, and yeah, we said to each other <laughs> multiple times over the weekend. The problem with theme parks is all of the other kind of suck. That's true. <laughs> and I finally got the data pad to work. And that seems like it's around. working a little better now. And I they yeah. need that because that's really integral. Yeah, that's really integral yeah, to I the Star Cruiser. You're, you are yes. given one. Actually, it's not even your own phone. They give you an iPhone that's preloaded just for this experience so that it has none of the other stuff that can distract you. It doesn't have your email and Facebook and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you, they, you, they encourage you to use that as much as possible when you're in Batu, And so they have to, it has to work. If it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> like all the cares. More stuff to you know what? And I didn't spend that much time with the data pad, but what I did, it's like there's storylines going on mm-hmm. in Galaxy Sedge that nobody ever sees because nobody uses that. They are app. using and it, yeah. It is great. My kids and, I can't, and my husband like to use the rap that app when they're in Batu and they find all they scan recreate every time you see some flashing light or whatever you have to but you have to be in the Play Disney Parks app to do that. Yeah, and yeah, so that that really adds to the experience of the land. Other than that, we and the live stunt show, <laughs> all the things. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, oh, that would help too. Yeah. Get rid of it. So yeah, so we that, that was great. It was really fun sharing that with Kendra. Also, she not a huge Star Wars. She is Star Wars. Once, nerd like, too. I started showing her things, and we talked about things and explained things, and she thought it was really cool. And we, you know, had some fun in the land. Right? Yeah, she put mm, up with, it me. <laughs> with me because I took her to Walt Disney World for her anniversary. Yeah, be so. real. <laughs> So she's a saint like that. So, yeah. Oh, so then we hopped over to Epcot and I realized that when, as much as we joke and make fun of Epcot for having so many festivals, Epcot sucks when it's Yes, I agree. I love the festivals. It, it needs It needs them. to be a festival. We, I also, I also think it sucks. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. There's a lot more places to buy food and drinks 
at when it's festival what, time. Yeah. When yeah. it's not a festival, a lot more of the food is you need to go into a restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's true. Actually, I love Epcot. I like it. Mm-hmm. If, if you just want to go and walk around, have drinks. If you're with someone, you just want to walk around and then yeah. have a And we're coming day. up on actually but, just started my favorite Epcot festivals, Flower and Garden. Wow. Yeah, sadly, we got there three days uh. after... That is, there's just these tiny windows when there's no festival right now. And the festival booths are still there and they've changed the signs over, but they're not open yet. It was just, but it was still really, (laughs) it was still nice. I've been wanting for 10 years to do date night around the world showcase. And we finally did that. So that was really nice. I took Kendra to Club Cool specifically just Ah. so that she could try the sour plum tea. And I hear that you have the wrong opinion about it. Yeah, we both agree that it tastes, it's got this weird smoky kind of barbecue yeah, sauce. It tastes kind of taste. like barbecue Kendra, sauce. Kendra wants nothing to do with it ever again. Yes. I thought, could, this is good, actually. Gross. I could drink more of this. I could drink a whole big cup of it. Dan, that's uh, disgusting. Right. Yeah, we also did try the. It's, that's fair. Yeah. I don't well, like mind Beverly. I like, I think it's fine. Yeah, but I don't want to drink watered down yeah, barbecue yeah, sauce. <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. Kendra hated it. She looked what if, What about the it. cucumber Sprite? That was good. It, I was expecting a stronger cucumber. I lo- it was just mostly the scent of the cucumber. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I want to pour some like gin it. into that. Yeah, that probably worked. Nice. Mm-hmm. They should have it ready. I don't understand why they don't. In, in Absolutely. Was, and like at the Coke store in Disney Springs also. You, can't you go there. upstairs mm-hmm. and you can try all of those international Coke products. Yep. And you can't buy them. What's the point? Exactly. Stupid. Anyway, we we had a reservation for the lounge at Space 220. Mm, nice. What did you think? I love it. I mostly loved it. I loved it <laughs> slightly. I loved it slightly more than Steakhouse 71. And I liked Steakhouse 71 a lot. Going in, there's a sign before you turn that corner to that check-in desk that says, please wait for cast member assistance. And no cast member ever showed up. So we didn't even think to look around the corner to see where that desk is where you check in. Uh-huh, yes. So we're just like, mm, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Elevator ride is amazing. The whole thing is cool. If you're going to have two top tables in a lounge area, and if one of your big, if the big central element of this restaurant is this giant screen in space, don't situate the two top tables so that one of the seats has its back to the screen. Oh, Turn yeah. it sideways so that both people can see it. Yes. Yes. They should all be turned That's sideways. So and I'm, I am a devoted loving husband, so I sat with my back to the screen. <laughs> I could see some of the screen in the bar mirror, but still. There's a mirror. mirror. Um, yeah. yeah. The yeah, food was great. Dumb. The drinks were great. I wish that they I wish that they went a little bit harder into the theme. Yeah. Yeah. The food is just, it's good food, but it's not like Outer space. It's food. not like blue and, shrimp that you can get on the Star Cruiser. Right. And it really loves yeah. that, the food the, on there looks crazy. The drinks yeah, were delicious, but they were like outer space drinks. It is. Yeah. So it's all good. And good. that was my only thing. I just wish they went more into the theme. But other than th- that place was phenomenal. But I will say, I think the idea is that it, it's like an American space station thing. It's not like you're on another yeah, planet. So they don't go but, too weird, I guess. I don't know. Like Earth people mm. food. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. Elevator. It is just a space station. It's not back to true. It's yeah. not alien, yeah. but it's not even particularly futuristic. I guess it doesn't have to be alien. Just make it a little bit more spacey and futuristic. I don't know. We What'd did a lounge eat? and we planned on snacking around the world, so we just got appetizers. Kendra got the deviled eggs, mm. which mm-hmm. were delicious. Yep, and I got the uh, spare rib sliders. Ooh. 
which were also pretty good. And I had some kind of drink with bourbon. (sighs) And Kendra had the one where they pour the Manhattan over cotton candy. Oh, yes. I think you tried that one, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. It was. Yeah. And when it all melted, like this. But they, they were good drinks. They were, the food was great. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. They the were, for were sure. like the spaciest yeah. part of it. Ooh. I had the calamari. It was yeah, like that's right. It was, it was vegan best, carrot best cake, cake, and I laughed at it, life. and then it turned out to be delicious. Yeah. And I had sticky I toffee wanted... pudding that wasn't even that good. Yeah, I would go I there again. I enjoyed it. It was good. We had a server who was a of fun. This was on, I think, even reopening that night. It was, it was at least, at least it was pre-opening night that this we got guy to go. Was already just on it. Yeah. Good, good service, a lot of fun. Yeah, so yeah, we loved the experience. It was really cool. We would definitely go back there again too. Epcot was. What'd you think about the price? The price? No, it seemed outlandish more than any nice. other Disney restaurant. I, I didn't know that there was any discussion about it. Uh, it was. Well, if you exactly. don't do the lounge, if you do just the regular dining, it is prefix, but oh, okay. I mean, it's still reasonable. Yeah, I didn't. The lounge you could do oh, a la carte. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yeah. It's not like that in the lounge. Yeah, the lounge. It was like oh, yeah. fourteen to sixteen dollars for our drinks and typical Disney on drink the appetizer, price. Twelve to fourteen dollars. Even I was surprised that sliders weren't more. To be honest, you got a big cup of fries and the two sliders. They were pretty decent sized sliders. So yeah, it was good. We liked it. Epcot was busy. We did manage to ride Soren. We got a uh pass for that and were you able to ride remy Earth? yeah it sold out yeah, that sold out like we we were we could have bought a lightning lane but it was overlapping with our dinner so mm, okay. we thought that space 220 trumped was more important than the rat ride that's fair because next time we go we'll have children with us and we don't want to go to space 220 with children right but we can take children on the ratatouille yes ride. yeah they'll love it but, yeah i like rat it's adorable horrible I wouldn't put forth a lot of effort to ride it. We we did try to like grab it. crepes at the crepe mm. window, but the line was like that line is always insane. Long. Yeah, it was insane. I do highly recommend really uh, if you can get a reservation insane. to the sit down crepe. And it at least the last time I went, it was very easy to get yeah. use it for lunch, and it, they're delicious. Yeah, so we will try to get those next time. But so yeah, we just wandered around Epcot for a while then. Yes. And it's cute in there with yeah. good, good air conditioning. Air conditioning is important. We ended up bailing before the nighttime spectacular. Mm, harmonious is oh, great. You son of a bitch, bitch. Our legs were so tired after two days of walking. I ran multiple miles all around the Atlanta airport uh, in vans holding true. my carry-on suitcase in front of me. Mm. I was not up to walking anymore that, that day. That's fair. So. Do you hear <laughs> Yes. That's strange, I do. but I do, Always. yes. Everywhere you go. And then we did a half a day at Magic Kingdom last day. We got lucky. Genie Plus was really good to us that day. Like I said, we managed to catch catch a mine train right for opening. We actually, within the 15 minutes of the rides running, we got on teacups, mermaid, and mine train. That's pretty good. That's a decent morning. And, and then we waited another less than 10 minutes to get on Winnie the Pooh. And then we went straight. It's so weird. Winnie the Pooh is like yeah. harder there. If you yes. go to California, well, you always California get on get on The least awesome of the. Uh, it's, it's a little same, bit same different. Right. It's slightly the the Disney World one is slightly better. Wow, I you're quite both. the Winnie the Pooh aficionado there, Dan. My children made me ride 
both of them many times uh, in a row. Okay, that's fair. While Kendra was riding Big Thunder with the oldest child. So oh, she got the better deal. Yep. I'm a really good Keep husband. And I hope she knows it. She does. Yeah. She didn't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much our trip. We just enjoyed we we celebrated the end of our trip with the with the one last round of cheese cheeseburger spring uh, rolls. Uh, spring rolls on our way out of the park. And how was, was the line for that? How was the uh, line for one that? One time we waited behind ten people. Other than that, actually it, it breezed right through. So Lines for that, that thing are always like longer than lines for ended up It's crazy. They're delicious. And we ended up eating. We stopped at that cart maybe four times over. Did you really? That we were and at, did you oh, stick yeah. with the, the cheeseburger ones and not the stupid pastrami ones? I got the pastrami one once. I had it back in November. Yeah, it, I like it, but it's not. I, I, yeah, yes. it's a little too salty. That's what salt I was going to say. I like it. It's just too salty. The cheeseburger one yeah. is better. Yeah. That's all I buy. Cheeseburger is excellent. A lot of people taste. They no, get I this, think it like, tastes like a quarter pounder of cheese. Yeah, it's good. And in fact, I came home mm-hmm. and attempted making them like Monday night. Oh. So my filling turned out good. Isn't it's in that book that, that we, they, we just got, we got the 50th anniversary. That's where I got the Huckleberry yeah, Punch recipe. Yeah, I just made it up. It was, I just cooked mm. up some ground that turkey nice. actually and then. It just went to these and got put in the food processor with cheese shredded. Well, my brain too. didn't think I knew that it was egg roll wrappers, but since the cart calls them spring rolls, I, my brain just found spring roll wrappers at the store and oh. bought those, and those don't cook up the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's like elephantine, yeah. see through ones. They good. didn't cook up quite the same. So, yeah, I, mean, I wonder if those would be good in the air fryer. Probably, mm-hmm. I actually baked them in the oven instead of frying them. I think that's part of the problem. If I had fried them, they might come out better. Mm-hmm. But anyway. So yeah, so that was our Magic Kingdom trip. We rode the Sunshine Flyer back to the airport. Saw Marjorie Taylor Greene right <laughs> after she hung out with a bunch of white supremacists. That's... Watched her boot two people off of a Delta flight. That's fun. What yeah. a great way to end a trip. Yeah, she's pretty She's special. immediately. Barely. She, she wears. <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> Just barely. Although her male companion did have a actual surgical mascots. I was surprised. So yeah, that was that trip. It was a really good trip. It was a very fast trip. I I was exhausted. Was it two two days? No. I think what I'm noticing is that crowd levels are back to pre-pandemic levels and a lot of people have forgotten that was what was normal before the pandemic. And yes. people aren't happy. And now we're mm-hmm. they're dealing with Genie Plus instead of. And back then they were like, we've got to yeah. do something to figure out yes. that's the well, and, and Here's the thing, too, though. It's, and I think I mentioned this even back in November. It's not just that they're busy and they're not used to it. It's people have either forgotten how to theme park or you've got all these people who've been cooped up for two years. And they're like, we're finally doing yep. it. We're taking our big trip to, to Walt Disney World and they don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So. It's just like a lot of frustrated people, who, angry. Yeah, it's like the culture is not there, and they've been sitting on the internet for yeah, two two years, not crowded. But. Yeah, so it's it's like a lot of it's just it feels different. I find that true in airports too. Either first times or hasn't done it in a while, and no one knows what they're doing. And yes, that's a court. People are that's true. Just so rude. So much more rude than before. We all, all came out of the house and no yeah. one can drive. Everyone has forgotten. Well, it's like everyone has forgotten how to mad. get along with other people. 
maybe by themselves and just thinking about themselves and not having to interact with other humans. And they've either forgotten how to interact with other humans or just don't care anymore. I don't know. It's just the rudeness is. Yeah. There's the the rudeness is frustrating. And I'm hopeful that but, it, maybe it'll go away. And cast members yeah. are rightfully frustrated with that. Yeah, although shows. I will say that cast members were, there was a little bit of an improvement over the last two times. That's good to know because there were, there. it was, yeah. Well, they're getting yeah, more. I mean, of them. and there's still some of them that you can tell they just DGAF. Yeah. And some of them are just over it and some of them are just, but for the most part, it was, it's not quite back to the way it used to well, be. And hopefully now that they don't have to be the mask police anymore, mm-hmm. I think a lot of them, because they were allowing them to be so forceful about mask enforcement, it was spilling over into other parts of their job and they were forgetting the Disney customer service. So maybe now that part is gone. We can mm-hmm. get back to And you get all those people that were just out, out there yeah. looking for a con- conflict. Walking around with no masks. Look at dare you to say. We had some people like that around that, even though masks were required, it was just, you just feel that attitude off of some people. Yeah. We had people like that. I, I thought for sure yeah. our flight home was going to get turned around. There's this gigantic family who was just, they were just a hot mess and they could not, and they would not wear their masks. And oh, no. It was stressing me out just seeing that on in the, the terminal, plane, the terminal, on the plane. All over the place. They were using kids as excuses. They bought gigantic bags Mm. of Burger King to bring onto the plane so that they could eat the entire time. They could also smell bad. Oh, man. It was just one thing after another with them. It was. I am curious. We're coming up on March 18th is when the current mask mandate on planes and other federal federally mandated transport is set to expire. I'm super curious what's going to happen. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and we did a couple of episodes ago. There was like when we mentioned the masks last time, and and we were wondering about on different forms of transportation. Boats are open air, so you don't have to wear them on the boats, Mm -hmm. even if you're inside the boat because they have windows that open. So it's really just buses and monorail that you have to wear them. And the Skyliner, even though they're still not mixing parties on the Skyliner. They specifically told us, keep your mask on. And doesn't it feel like the Skyliner wouldn't be a, a form of federally mandated transportation? It feels like an attraction. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was weird. But yeah, that was that. Curious. I think that's all I can think about. Yeah, I can't figure out the transportation. Unless it's different you negotiated, but then that would, would right. preclude the, the there's mm-hmm. no operator. And monorail, there's no operator except in the Mm-hmm. His own cabin in the front. And here, and I, I think know. this is in most places, my kids in our districts don't have to wear masks on school buses anymore because they dropped yeah, tap and just went away. Yeah. yeah, I think we got that email just a couple of days ago. Yeah. My kids walk, so don't worry about that. Both ways uphill. Yes, through the, in snow. the snow. Yes. In the snow, barefooted. Footed. Yeah. So that's that. Well, that's the Magic Kingdom. Sounds like a good trip. Yeah, I'm glad too. you got to go. It was really nice. So there's hey, baby. Maybe it'll probably be another 10 years before we're able to go anywhere without children ever again. So. <laughs> oh, no. You have, have so many. It's hard to know someone to pay to pay those kids. I figured, like, my mom, I have three brothers. She's used to having four kids in the house, right? She should and then be. I realized, oh, it was like, it was like 30 years ago. It was years. a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a few years ago. Not 30 years ago. Quite a few years. 
Did she come to your house or is it your house? Yeah. But yes, so that's that. If you'd like to have a, have a yeah, trip, Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to be part of the ongoing celebration of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary, Key to the World Travel has a space elevator headed to Centauri Space Station full of hundreds of expert travel planners who are ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.globekeyadventurers.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.